Hello, you beautiful people. We are back to, in my humble opinion, with Rose. I am your host, Rose. <laughs> and uh, we are approaching Thanksgiving, one of my favorite holidays, not only because of the food, but also because of what I grew up with it meaning. So, of course, the food is great. Love the food. Turkey, leftover sandwiches, you know, the whole smorgasbord of the turkey, the gravy, the mashed potato, some stuffing in there. Am I the only one that does that? I don't know what to call it, but I love it. Have it every year whenever there is leftovers, if there is leftovers. But also, with Thanksgiving, I grew up with it meaning to give us time to reflect on our lives, whether it was the past year or something that happened that meant a great deal to us. And so every year we go around the table and share our thanks. And it's such a beautiful thing to hear everyone's different things of what they hold gratitude towards. And so, you know, I've been thinking about what I'm going to say this year. And there are so many things for me to be thankful for. And just off the top of my head that I'm going to share for you guys that I am thankful for. I am thankful for moving into this house. You know, before my fiance and my three-year-old son, um, we lived in a 400 square foot square. It is. It was literally a square, a box. Um, and there was three of us in there and our growing child, you know, he was born with us living in there. So that's all he knew. And we had just this little space in front of the couch and in, in, in between the TV where he could crawl back and forth. And that was basically it. And we were in each other's business. We didn't have any privacy. And, you know, I put out to whatever the universe or to the ethers about moving and I would write down what I was picturing, you know, a house with a porch and a white fence and a big yard that I have a garden in and privacy and another room to go to for either my fiance and I and our son to have his own room because sharing a bed with a growing child can only last for so long. So uh, after a few months of doing that, it finally happened and it was a totally meant to be situation because we live on a street that is actually named after my mom's grandparents mom's grandparents yes her mom's mom because they owned a local jewelry a local jewelry store wow that was super well known they got a street named after their last name and so her grandparents had the property above us, which now our landlords own the whole property, the three houses on there. And uh, she remembers the stories from her mom when she was a little kid getting her hair cut in this exact room from the landlord's grandma. Like, how crazy is that? So when we came to first meet the landlords, and I told her, you know, my mom's an original insert last name here um she was she freaked out she was like what i've been wanting to get in touch with the original people in the the community that you know this property was based around and the street was named after and i told him to connect on facebook and it was such a meant to be situation and it was funny when we first moved into this house our what was he two and a half at the time um just ran circles ran circles because there's jack and jill 
bathroom connecting the two bedrooms just circles everywhere and he was so excited and he has this giant yard and I have an office space to come record and do homework and whatnot so super blessed and I have so much gratitude towards that because living in such a small space with a growing family and not having that privacy or that, that quiet for yourself I found myself getting very edgy and not necessarily depressed, but feeling very blue about it. And it would affect my outside life outside of my home. So put that out to the ethers and it happens and such a meant to be and I'm super blessed about it. And another thing I'm super blessed about is graduating from my community college and getting accepted into my university onto the online program because if I couldn't get into that online program I would not be able to continue on with school because where that school is at is over an hour and a half away and working full-time and being a mom and then having school full-time it was going to be very complicated to figure out how to get to school and finding babysitters and bribing family members to watch our kid. It was going to be a lot to handle. So getting into that online program, I am super blessed about that. So I can continue on with my college and move forward in life, I guess. And lastly, I am super grateful for my family. You know, I, I guess that's kind of like a cliche. Everyone says they're grateful for their family, but I am so grateful for my family. I am grateful for my fiance, who has been super supportive in my life decisions and pushing me to overcome my fears when I get in my head about it, which happens a lot. I overthink a lot. And uh, I am super grateful for my mom who, let's be real, if you listen to my first episode, like, she saved me, my my mom and my dad. My dad passed when I was 16, but she took on both roles, and she is literally the strongest woman I have ever met, and uh, I am uh, so grateful for her. I'm getting teary-eyed just thinking about it, because I hold so much love and so much abundance towards her and everything she's sacrificed to adopt me and then adopt my three other siblings. We're not related blood-wise, but adopting them as well. We were both placed in her emergency foster care house, and that's how she came across us. So off the top of my head, those are the three things that I am very grateful for and I'm thankful for. And I will probably write those down so I can share those at the dinner table. Because when you are put on the spot in front of 20 people, my brain shuts off immediately. And I'm just like, uh, I'm grateful for you guys and this food, I guess, and the love we share. I don't know. Don't ask me. I get in my head about it. The pressure and everyone's looking at you. I'm sure I'm not the only one that feels this way. So that is what Thanksgiving means to me and why I love it so much. The food, the thanks, hearing everybody else's gratitudes and what's going on in their lives because it's one of the only times too where you catch up with so many people and hear what is going on with them and the experiences they're going through. So I think it's really cool and I love it. And so what I wanted to do was share some stories because also with Thanksgiving, and catching up with those people at the dinner table, you hear so many 
Thanksgiving stories, whether it was from your childhood or something that they experienced at their spouse's family Thanksgiving years ago um, or a story that they had heard. So I went to the different social medias to TikTok and Instagram thinking about starting a Facebook, but we'll see about that because TikTok, my brain just doesn't that's a lot of work. People put a lot of work into that. And kudos to you guys, because that takes some time and having the time to do all that and editing and making that content like you guys are complete badasses. And that's amazing that you guys do that for a living and are able to do find the time to, to create and edits and post and do that every day because you got to keep that up. So at least with Facebook and Instagram, you know, you could take your time with it and it doesn't have to be this super extravagant content. I'm thinking about Facebook. We'll see. I just want to build a community, you know, and have people that I can talk to and correspond with. And when I post questions like this, get really cool answers back right away. I don't know. I just think it'd be cool. Something about it. But anyway, with going back to Thanksgiving stories, I went to TikTok and Instagram and asked the question of what is your most memorable Thanksgiving dinner or what is your most memorable memory about a Thanksgiving? And uh, the responses that I got and then, of course, you know, I had to hit the Internet and find a few more because I was just curious, like what else is out there? So I wrote down some stuff and I found some stuff that I would love to share a lot of them are very hilarious, and I'm just like, you guys experienced what? That is crazy. All right, so we got a handful of stories that I'm going to read, so bear with me. And then, I'm, you know, I'm just going to share my humble opinion about them. So here we go. All righty. So we have one from Stephen Smith. This one is a bit lengthy. Bear with me with that. So about 30 years ago, the whole extended family had gathered at my aunt's house for Thanksgiving. With grandma and grandpa, all my aunts, uncles, and cousins, there were a few dozen uh, mouths to feed. So each household brought dishes with them, which, great idea, potluck style, saves the host a lot of time. My mom made a stack of pumpkin and pecan pies, grandma baked a ham, one uncle made a huge batch of stuffing, another brought several pounds of mashed potatoes, and etc. My aunt, whose house we had gathered in, was responsible for the turkey. After an afternoon of spending time together as a family, the oven timer went off and we were ready to eat. We gathered around the several tables that were pushed together so we could accommodate everyone, and my aunt brought the turkey straight from the oven and onto the table. A few of us noticed that something didn't look quite right, but that wasn't really important. It was having everyone together that really mattered. We all held hands and prayed together, thanking the Lord for allowing us to celebrate with each other and for the wonderful food we were able to eat. My uncle, the one whose house we were in, disappeared into the kitchen and retrieved the electric carving knife that he had bought specifically to carve the turkey that day. He plugged it in and we all turned our attention to him to watch him carve that bird. It was a pretty big turkey, over 20 pounds if I remember correctly, but something looked a bit off about it. My uncle looked at it and said it definitely didn't look quite right. He set the electric carver down and began expecting the bird. After a few seconds, he burst into laughter. In preparation for hosting the big day, my aunt and uncle had done a lot of running around, gathering tables and chairs, setting up decorations, and assuring that everything was just right. Knowing that things would be hectic that day, he planned ahead. In order to have the turkey done at the right time, he did the math and calculated the exact time that they needed to put it in the oven for, and had set an alarm accordingly. 
So that morning they got up and ready and started the hard work of preparing their home for the 40 plus, whoa, 40 plus people coming to visit. That is insane. 40 people. What the heck? That's crazy. That's wild. Anyway, when the alarm went off, my aunt put the turkey in the oven and went back to the preparations. When guests arrived, my aunt and uncle could relax and socialize knowing they had planned everything down to the minute, except for one minor detail. Nobody had actually turned on the oven. The reason the turkey looked odd and why my uncle burst out laughing was that they had gathered the whole family together and brought out a raw turkey. Oh boy. That, I could just picture when I was a kid, if that were to happen after two full days of preparing and making food and baking pies and the goods, if my mom had brought out a raw turkey, the anger that would be exuding off of her would be insane. That, that, oh my gosh. I mean, at least the uncle laughed about it because, you know, make it a little bit lighthearted. People make mistakes. They had a lot going on. I'm sure everyone understood. But boy, that's a lot of work. And for 40 plus people to bring out a raw turkey, I am so sorry. That is a lot to take in. <laughs> but thank you for sharing your story because that is a good one. I wonder how many times that happens to people, you know, preparing everything for Thanksgiving, getting everything set up, making all the food, and then forgetting to turn on the oven for the turkey. I bet that happens a lot, actually. If I was responsible for Thanksgiving, that would probably be me because my pregnancy brain is still existing in there or, you know, my brain's just decaying, but it's a good brain. It's a good brain. Don't get me wrong, but my memory lacks in certain things. It might just be a selection-based thing, but when it comes to turn on the oven, that is something that I would do. This next story is from Anonymous, and it goes, we refer to this as the Thanksgiving from hell. Oh boy. Okay. I was sleeping on the floor, house was full of relatives, you know, and I woke up to my aunt screaming bloody murder from the bathroom. She was taking a shower and... <gasps> Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. She was taking a shower and the plumbing backed up through the tub. It was quite literally, there's a bad word in here, but we're going to change that. It was quite literally poopy water. We had to shut the water off and finish the cooking at several different neighbors' houses. To make matters worse, we couldn't reach a plumber until the following morning. My uncle was staying at a hotel and wouldn't let a single one of us use his room to use the bathroom or shower. Oh, how rude. That is so rude. If you have a working bathroom and then you have a bunch of family that can't use the bathroom or shower, like, come on, you gotta be a little more, you gotta hold a little more sensitivity towards that. Okay, where were we? We had to take carloads of family members to the literal gas station to use the bathroom. So I went back to college, all gross from days of no showering. So they used a gas station bathroom for everyone that was staying in that house. Wow. I wonder what the clerks were thinking about that. I wonder if they had to explain the situation that their, their sewage was backing up and there was something very, very wrong with their water. 
I wonder how they took that. Like, what was the reaction of the clerk? I'm so curious about that. Wow. I am terribly sorry about that, too. That I I personally would be very upset if that were to happen, especially if I was the one taking the shower where that was backed up into. Oh, man, I cannot. I cannot handle that. Okay. This next story is from Anonymous, and it goes... My mom dominated the Thanksgiving dinner conversations for a solid 45 minutes about about how everyone should be drinking their pee. What? Okay, I'm not going to lie though. On Instagram, a page keeps popping up about the health benefits of drinking your own urine. So I think it's called urine therapy. And you know, I browse because I'm curious because what people would actually do that? And there have been times where I'm reading certain therapeutic benefits of drinking your urine. Not gonna lie, there has been a time or two where I would consider it, but I would probably chicken out right at the end. Or even just having to collect my urine and then looking at it. In the thought of having to put that in my mouth. Oh my gosh. Unless I was drinking a lot of water and it was just very diluted. But then there's no health benefits towards it, I don't think. But okay, she spent 45 minutes about how everyone should be drinking their pee. She read in some yoga book about how it cures some infection called Bally Belly. Bally Belly. Yeah. That you get in places like, you guessed it, Bali. Oh! Bali belly. My bad. Okay, let's sh- let's start that over. She read in some yoga book about how it cures some infection called Bali belly that you get in places like, you guessed it, Bali, but stressed that it's actually just really helpful for all sorts of stuff. She went way into detail about how you have to catch it midstream of the first pee of the morning. By the end, she was defending it so thoroughly that she said she was going to start tomorrow morning. She never did, and now she denies the conversation lasting more than five minutes and insisted that everyone was egging her on. She was probably just embarrassed. You know, she felt very passionate about what she was reading and learning and just sharing it. So I could see people just being like, why would you do that? Like, why would people be doing that? How is this good for you? I could see the egging ongoing, but she should have just, you know, embraced that. Embrace what you have learned. There have been many times, you know, I have learned something very alternative with health and I tell people that I know my mom is very supportive of it and she loves to learn new things. Not that she actually would try it, but she loves to learn it just in case, just to have the knowledge. My fiance, on the other hand, he would egg me on just to share because he could tell that in the moment I'm passionate about it. But then later on be like, well, why would you share that with me? Why was that important? I didn't need to know that. You don't need to know that. So I can get it. I can get why she would later deny the conversation after 45 minutes of sharing something like that. This next story is from Anonymous. And it goes, one of the last years we had my 90-year-old grandma over for Thanksgiving. My entire family got totally hysterical during desserts. Someone would tell a pretty ordinary story and we wouldn't be able to stop laughing. It was the most fun we've ever had together at a holiday with a whole family. But as it turns out, we were all stoned. (laughs) No! (laughs) 
What? Unbeknownst to us, my brother put weed in his pie. <gasps> Without them knowing or saying anything. Like, you at least have to have, like, a little label that says contains cannabis, right? Oh, my gosh. I mean, at least they have a story to tell. That is a great story. I could just see the brother sitting there as everyone's eating their pie, just thinking to himself, this is going to be good. This is going to be great because I know what I did. Oh, my gosh. That is hilarious. All right. This next one is from Anonymous. I was 12 or 13 years old at the time, and during those years, I was always severely, oh god, I was always severely constipated. One Thanksgiving at my house, I had to go to the bathroom, and I accidentally clogged the toilet. I was so embarrassed, and I didn't want to do the walk of shame to get the plunger from the garage and return to the bathroom. So I just locked the bathroom door. A few minutes later, without me noticing, my dad had to use the bathroom and unlocked it. He then asked me in front of the entire family and guests why I locked the bathroom door and didn't unclog the toilets. I hope you can imagine how horrifying that was to me as a teenager. Anonymous, I can for sure imagine the horror you felt as a teenager. You know, being a teenager already in those years is such a hard time with emotions, with feeling things so deeply, and this feel of having to put on a certain face that you feel can be accepted to other people. And so then having your dad say that in front of everyone, dad, oh man, come on. Oh, anonymous, I am terribly sorry for that. Wow. But also, another question that I have is, why is the plunger in the garage and not in the bathroom? You would think that you would just make a sanitary place for the plunger to go in the bathroom, rather than care, like having to go to the garage, plunging, and doing the work that you need to do, and then having to take that all the way back out to the garage. Hopefully there's a bucket for you to carry the plunger in when you're done, or you just like plunging and then holding it shake it really good in the toilet and then running to the garage hoping you don't drip anywhere i am curious anonymous and i'd love to know how you guys handle that with the plunger so the next one is from becky my extended family is quite conservative and old school i never was in about 1981 when my son was three we were sitting with at least 20 others at my grandma's house enjoying the feast I drool over the memory. My son, a bright and loquacious, loquacious, I think it's loquacious. My son, a bright and loquacious child, suddenly announced a revelation. He stands up and says, hey, I drink the juice and then it comes out my pee-pee. Well, you could have heard a pin drop on the floor. One auntie even covered a baby's ears. Definitely one of the funniest memories of Thanksgiving ever. Okay, my son, who's very bright and thinks he is hilarious right now, his personality is so funny, and seeing it develop and blossom is such a beautiful thing to witness, but he will say the most random things and think it's okay. You know, in front of people or at dinner, making a comment like that, I drink juice and it comes out my pee-pee. That is something that he would do. But I would figure the family that she was with would just crack up laughing. Oh, wait, she did say they're conservative and old school. So never mind. That makes sense. Because that is something that they probably feel a child should never say. 
in public or around other people. My family, on the other hand, if my son were to do that, they would just start busting out laughing. And if anything, his uncles would be asking him more about how he knows that. Just to, you know, egg him on a little bit because what are uncles for? But that is great. I loved all of those stories. Becky, I think that one's my favorite because I can see your son standing up and doing that because I picture my son standing up and saying that in front of everyone, being the most confident person in the world and just sharing his knowledge to everyone that he just learned and realized about what his body is able to do. So thank you to everyone that sent in those Thanksgiving stories. I loved it. Those are great. I wish I had a Thanksgiving story to share my own. But you know, before this podcast and when I was typing out to social media, asking other people to share their stories, I was trying to think of a story that I went through. But you know, my mom and I were always in the kitchen baking and cooking and preparing everything and setting the table and making sure everything looked good to the eye and pleasing aesthetically. So if there were something crazy to happen, you know, a lot of the times we probably weren't present because we are always in the kitchen or in the dining room setting tables and whatnot. So I do not have a Thanksgiving story yet. I am sure one will come up in next year around this time when we share Thanksgiving stories again. I hope to have one for you guys and I hope it is great and funny but you can also next year send me heartfelt ones things that really uh, that you remember because they hit the hearts because we all love a good tearjerker at least i do i love a good beautiful story because life is beautiful especially when you're spending it with your family on a special day giving thanks and sharing gratitude i'm sure there are many people out there that experience such beautiful thanksgivings and i'd love to hear those so type those out and store them in your computer or your drafts or whatever it is that you save your documents to so then next year when we come back to this you can send those to us because i'd love to share that with you guys so with that being said i would like to thank you guys for joining me and i hope your thanksgiving is absolutely beautiful you know i hope the food is great that everything runs smoothly you get to share the room and the energy with such beautiful souls that you get to call family and i hope it's such a great experience and if anything crazy happens like i said save it so you can share it with me next year but regardless i hope you have all the leftovers and all the abundance of food that you need and all the abundance of love that you get to share and i hope it's such a great experience for everyone So take lots of pictures, take lots of videos, cherish those moments because family is what matters most and uh, having that love is such an important thing. So take note into that and don't take it for granted because you never know with life. You never know. So as we approach the end of each episode, I share quotes of something that relates to what the episode was about. So this quote I came across, you know, because Thanksgiving is about giving thanks and sharing gratitude and sharing our abundances that we have in our life. So this one is about gratitude, and it is from Melody Piatti. Melody Piatti? Melody Piatti. Something like that. Melody, whoever you are, I am so sorry that I completely butchered that name. So here it goes. Gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos to order, confusion to clarity. It can turn a meal into a feast, a house into a home, a stranger into a friend. Gratitude makes sense of our past, brings peace for today, and creates a vision for tomorrow. 
I'm going to read that one more time. Gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos into order, confusion to clarity. It can turn a meal into a feast, a house into a home, a stranger into a friend. Gratitude makes sense of our past, brings peace for today, and creates a vision for tomorrow. That is absolutely beautiful. I love that. I am going to actually print that out and put it somewhere that I see every day. You know, I talked a lot about gratitude in episode one because it it is such an important thing in life. You know, we can go on into our days nitpicking the things that are going wrong or reflecting on our past. And, you know, when we come to that door, when a new chapter is opened, just sitting there, just thinking about the what ifs or if I could have done this differently, what did I do wrong? Why is this happening? Instead of embracing and walking through, right? We need to find those little things in our life that do impact us in a positive way. So in episode one, I talked a lot about, you know, writing down, you know, first thing in the morning or at work really quick, just the three things, like the top three things in your head and making note of that every day. So you can go back and read what were those things that you were grateful for? And as you do that, it adds that light into your life. And that is something we all need. We all need just a little bit of light in our life. And I promise you, it does make a difference. So instead of making it once a year on Thanksgiving dinner where you share your thanks or share your gratitudes for whatever it is in your life, make it a habit to do that every day because I promise you, your life will be impacted in such a beautiful way. So Melody, you're onto something and I appreciate that quote because that is something we all need to hear. So my listeners, thank you so much for joining me in this Thanksgiving podcast. And I hope you have an absolutely beautiful Thanksgiving. Or if you're hearing this later on down the road, I hope you had a beautiful Thanksgiving and that everything runs smoothly or it did run smoothly. You got to share the atmosphere and the energy with your family and creating memories and sharing the love and enjoying the good food. I hope that all happened for you and that if you have a story you save it wherever you save your documents so you can share it next year because I would love to share it if I come across an experience for Thanksgiving I am going to save it so I can share it next year too because unfortunately I don't have anything crazy to share with you guys and as always go ahead and follow the podcast on Instagram and TikTok for updates on the show or to get sneak peeks into what the next episodes will be about because we like to share little promo there and I hold gratitude towards you guys for listening and taking time out of your day to do that and if you left here with a smile on your face or feeling a little bit lighter in your heart I would be so thankful if you guys left a review and shared it with your friends shared the podcast with your friends so we can continue to build this community because that is the most important thing to me is to build this community so we can continue to add a little light into people's lives because that is something we all need and I would love to be the person that does that and if you guys were a part of my journey and doing that and sharing it with people and your friends and leaving the reviews I would so appreciate that so as always you're all beautiful beautiful people and I hope you have a great weekend and I will be joining you guys next week <laughs>